ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the UK, Finland, and the Ukraine, and in the states of Alabama, New York, and Georgia. And to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 120,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is reconnect with the divine. Fear moves in when we feel separate from the divine. Think of someone you love and reconnect with the divine through love. Where there is love, there can be no fear. This is so important for creativity because fear kills our creativity. It convinces us that we are not creative and never will be. We hide behind this belief because it feels safer to squelch our creativity than to expose ourselves to the world and its judgments. We want to be liked and accepted, and our friends, family, and employers may not like or appreciate our particular creativity. The risk of exposing ourselves to potential ridicule can be too great. So instead, we pretend that we are not creative. In maintaining this fiction, we hide who we really are. At the core, we are all creative beings. Whether you think of it from a scientific or spiritual perspective, the conclusion is the same. Our bodies are shedding cells right now in this moment, and new cells are being created. That's the way nature made us. We don't have to try to create. It is simply who we are. And from a spiritual perspective, if you believe that we were made in the image of the creator, then by definition, we are all creative. The operant word here is creator. And since the creator is love, when we feel that love, 
There is no fear and the creative energy flows with ease, without doubt and without worry of doing it right or wrong or of being criticized. Someone once said to me that God's gift to us is life and our gift to God is what we do with our life. What we do with our creativity is part of that gift. Some people may choose to be creative in public through dance or publishing, singing or performing, or putting their work on exhibition or sale. This is not necessary, however. Creativity can also be just for your own enjoyment, your own self-expression, self-exploration, and discovery. Creativity releases pent-up emotions and allows us to express feelings that may be difficult to get to or articulate in a regular conversation. There are numerous studies on the power of writing to heal, and when the creativity is nonverbal, it can help us get to feelings that we don't even know how to put into words. To deny ourselves access to the deepest and truest parts of ourselves is an act of self-denial. It's time to stop hiding from ourselves. My next workshop is Past Life Group Regression. Past lives are often the source of limiting beliefs, confusing feelings, deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. For instance, one of my clients had studied to be a concert pianist. He even knew the pieces before he was taught them. When we did a past life regression to better understand the how he knew these pieces. We saw a previous life when we had one employer when he had one employer for whom he played private concerts for his friends. He lived and played on this man's estate, but he wasn't good enough to play in a more prestigious setting. This client carried the memories of the piano pieces and the feelings of being inadequate into this lifetime. With that information, we were able to release the memories that were holding him back from reaching his full potential as a pianist in this lifetime. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you'll experience two past lives with my expert guidance, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness and empowerment, enhance spiritual well-being and peace, and learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover 
past lives on your own. We'll meet Saturday, July 20th at 2 o'clock at the Dallas Meditation Center. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to learn more and to register. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area like creativity as self-expression. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Jeff Lasovitz, who is here to talk about the practical and spiritual aspects of creativity. I received this email after our show last week with Mark Beckoff on making the best life possible Possible for dogs and their humans, too. The information that Mark shared about dogs was very helpful. I have always been the type that hurried my furry friend along and got easily annoyed or embarrassed by what Mark explained were normal behaviors. I want to thank you and your guests for helping me see that I don't always have to show my dog who's boss and that we can truly just enjoy each other's companionship. Thank you for writing to us. I love talking with Mark. His enthusiasm coupled with his love of dogs and vast knowledge made for a fascinating discussion. He pointed out that there is no universal dog. Each one is unique, and like people, they can change over time. Since we have so much control over their lives, it's important for us to give them as much freedom as possible. That can mean something as simple as loosening their collar when we're walking them. Dogs don't love unconditionally. It falls to us to create a home and a relationship based in love and respect, not fear and domination. Because they read our faces, body language, and moods, they look for signals that we love and cherish them. Giving them those signals helps to create the best experience possible for both the dog and their human companions. I encourage you to listen to this show by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on our pets, please listen to some of our shows like March 7, 2019 with Elena Menes, Soul Dog, A Journey into the Spiritual Life of Animals. March 29, 2018 with Carlene Stange, The Enlightened Persons, I'm sorry, um, 
the Wisdom, Compassion, and Souls of Animals, and November 16, 2017, with Kat Young, the Supposedly Enlightened Person's Guide to Raising a Dog. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. My creative journey was stifled in childhood with ridicule and judgment from my family and teachers. So I put away my dreams that included dancing, painting, piano, singing, and creative writing. I followed the path that was laid out for me, and I was successful, but something was always missing. When I turned 50, I decided I had been fearful long enough. I didn't care anymore what others thought. I was going to explore some of my creative dreams. I began by joining a writing group, and this is a short piece I wrote during that time. It was an exercise we did where we just wrote without preparing or stopping to think. It was spontaneous and unedited. It's called Colors and was written on May 26, 1999. It's just now as I'm typing this date that I'm realizing I wrote this 20 years ago this week. That's quite a synchronicity. Colors. The feel, the taste, the smell, the brightness of colors individually together in pairs or groups. What a joy. What a wonder to be with the color and soak up its energy, to just delight in it, revel in it, roll around in it, get lost in it. Red, orange, yellow, blue, green, violet, purple. Oh, and of course, turquoise, magenta, and Fuchsia, I feel my heart lift and my lips turn up at the ends as I write these words. The colors, yes, even the words sent energy to my heart. Colors have a life of their own, a vibrancy, a language, a gift waiting to be unwrapped, opened, and used. Colors excite, calm, and heal. They speak loudly or softly with a strong, clear voice or muted sounds, with sparkle, shine, glitter, or not, with smooth, jagged, feathered, solid, or broken strokes. Regardless of the form, each color sends its unique message. As you might have guessed from the content of this short piece, I had also started playing with painting. I didn't take painting classes, just like I didn't take formal writing classes. I chose to explore my creativity on my own without the criticism of teachers. That was the right decision for me, although it may not be for everyone. By this time, I had a PhD and my fill of formal education. I chose to explore my brand of creative creative expression that may not necessarily fit a predetermined mold of what was judged as good art or writing. I wanted to be free to find what resonated with me and what helped me express my uniqueness. I kept a lot of my work to myself, only sharing it in my writing group and with people who I knew would be supportive. My paintings continued to surprise me as the paint forms itself into shapes that I don't have the technical skills to create. 
Everything from animals to angels to people and even cartoon figures show up in my paintings. Sometimes I have to rotate the painting to discover the best view and the figures that want to be seen. Since different animals come to me as messengers in the real world, it was very exciting to discover they also come to me as messengers in my paintings. Sometimes I don't see them until years later, but I always discover them when I need their message. Eventually, the creative process I used for both my painting and writing became the basis for my workshops on creativity of self-expression and my life coaching. Just like the messages I need come to me in my paintings, they also appear in the work that my clients create with their crayons, whether it's stick figures or scribbling or pictures, doesn't matter. It isn't about creating great art. It's about accessing the information hidden deep in the unconscious mind and the limitless higher self. Since the unconscious part of the brain holds 10 million times more information than our conscious mind, it's important to tap into that information to discover the hidden barriers to our achieving what we want in life and the inner wisdom that will help us reach our goals in the ways that are best for us. Creativity gives us easy access to our unconscious mind, our intuition, and our limitless higher self. It's far too valuable to leave unexplored. Our guest today, Jeff Lasowitz, inspires people to tap into their creativity, heal their hearts, and shine in the world. Jeff is a creativity coach and an adjunct faculty member at Pacific Lutheran University in Seattle. He's an award-winning musician, producer, and internationally distributed screenwriter and director. He has released five studio albums and streaming for clients like HBO, MTV, Discovery, Microsoft, and NBC. Jeff leads workshops to enhance creativity and empower people to tap into their true potential for businesses, schools, and organizations like the Seattle Art Museum and the Northwest Film Forum. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Past Life Group Regression, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what form of creativity have you been wanting to explore? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jeff Lasowitz, who's here to talk about the practical and spiritual aspects of creativity. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what form of creativity you've been wanting to explore. And I'm so pleased to welcome Jeff Lasowitz, who's here to talk about the practical and spiritual aspects of creativity. Jeff, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the show. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you. You have quite um, a, a list of credentials and accomplishments in the creative area. So would you talk to us a little bit of, about your history so we can get to know you a little better? Sure, absolutely. So uh, let's see. When I was growing up, I was sort of like this weird, friendless kid. I don't know if anybody out there can sort of relate to that, but, you know... I think, excuse me, I think a lot of us can. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, a lot of us can, including me. Go ahead. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was always kind of in my own world and, you know, making up stories and characters and I'm sure imaginary friends and things like that. Um, but the, the first time I really turned on to creativity, I was at summer camp. This is back in the 70s in Pennsylvania where I grew up. And um, after dinner every night at the summer camp, they had this thing called free play where the kids would just kind of run amok for an hour before we, you know, did something else. And this one summer, uh, there was an empty cabin. So one of the counselors brought up a drum kit and a big old 70s stereo and a couple crates of records. And every night during this free playtime, he would go into this cabin and just put on these records and play drums with it. And I was like I was fascinated by this. So as a little kid, as a little you know, seven or eight-year-old or something, I would sit under this tree maybe 40 feet away from this and like listen to this guy play drums and you know it would get dark and the fireflies would come out it was a whole thing and it was so cool and then this one day this guy comes out and he like points to me he's like hey kid you want to come in here and check this out I'm like uh yeah (laughs) so I go into this little cabin and this guy puts on the who song we won't get fooled again which is like a really big rocker you know and this guy just pounds the drums, completely blows me away. And at that moment, I knew music was a thing. So I came home and I'm like, Mom, you know, I want to rock. And uh, <laughs> from there, I got into guitar and all that kind of stuff. At, at sort of the same time, my grandfather was into photography and he had a dark room in his basement. So um, he got me this little camera. You know, it was a real camera, but it was like a plastic kid version of a camera. And I would run around taking pictures of my mom cooking dinner and the little bunny rabbits in the backyard and my brothers driving me crazy and, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then my grandfather would take me into the dark room and we would, you know, we would print these black and white photos. And I don't know if you've ever printed black and white photos or you or the audience out there, but it's, it's magical. It is just, you know, especially for a kid, these images just appear, you know, when you put the paper in the chemicals and it's, you know, it, it blew me away. So that kind of started my lifelong uh, love affair with images and, and things like that. So all this kind of got stirred up in me and, you know, this was who I was. So I, since then, I mean, I've done a million things, um, like you said, award-winning a musician and author and screenwriter, um, just all this and that stuff. And always been kind of shooting for the top, you know, the blockbuster, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I came to realize something really important not too long ago, maybe five years ago. And that is, at its best, creativity is a way for us to be seen, expressed, healed and connected. Okay, so what am I even talking about? So to be seen in this world, it's really easy to feel anonymous. Like the top level is kind of like, you know, you're you're walking down the street in the city, you know, you're just one of a zillion people or on the highway, something like that, you know, you're totally lost. And then online, you know, with Facebook and Twitter, whatever you're into, it's just endless, right? So it's easy to feel anonymous and unseen there. The second level is, you know, the people around you, 
So maybe your coworkers or acquaintances, and maybe they get you, maybe they care, maybe they see sort of who you are, but chances are not really, and probably they don't even care that much. Um, and then the next level is like your real people, your inner circle, right? And these are, you know, your parents, your kids, your best friends, your, you know, whatever. You're really tight people. And hopefully you have people who can see you and get you. But I feel like there's still a, there's still ways where they don't, right? They're still missing pieces there. So that's the scene part. What does it mean to be expressed? Well, in my uh, definition, it really just means moving from the potential to the actual. So an example might be the dancer who knows all the moves, right? But in this moment, she's sitting in the corner while the disco ball is going and the beat is thumping. In that moment, she is not expressed as a dancer. As soon as you get out there and start shaking it, bam, expressed. So... When you create from deep and are, and are expressed through deep, uh, authentic creativity, I believe that there is a sense of healing. I think anyone who does this or has done this, just there's something that happens that's let go, right? It's just, it's a catharsis, it's something. And from there, we give the gift of creativity to the world, right? Whatever that is for us. And by the way, the world does not mean necessarily Madison Square Garden and the top of the charts and all that. It can be one person. It can even be to yourself. It's very, very, very powerful, actually. So when we are Thank seen, you for saying that. Go ahead. Yeah. When we are seen, expressed, and healed, we then give that gift of our creativity to the world. But that is only the beginning. What really, the really cool part, is that then we become the gift because we show others that it's possible to be seen, expressed, and healed. And when we do that, we start a chain reaction which connects us all together, right? Because we, we, we sort of, as artists or creators, it's almost like we're, we're on this army or this group or this gang, right, that is, you know, our mission is really to integrate the world. And that's one of the biggest things, you know, that's a problem around here, right? So that's kind of what I mean when I say be seen, expressed, healed, and connected through um, your creativity. You know, that last statement that you made is so very important that it isn't only about... um, like you say, the blockbuster or as an artist having a show or as a musician um, having an audience. It's about the change that occurs within ourselves as we heal through the process of self-expression and allowing our light within to shine brighter as we let go of the fears and the pains that only creativity can get to those deepest levels. And then as we become lighter and, and more positive and more loving, that energy spreads everywhere we go. We are actually helping to heal and change the world by working on our own creativity or, or playing with our own creativity. It doesn't have to be serious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
So you have a lot of techniques to, and and your book is full of good ideas for helping people to access and to grow their creativity. Can you give us an example or maybe walk us through a, um, a, a technique that you use? Sure, absolutely. Um, I've been doing this one personally since I, like, nearly every day since I've graduated college. I think this is so powerful um, that I I invite anyone out there to try this. It's called speed wrapping. And what it is, is it's like a free write where you sit down either on your computer or with your notebook and take 10 to 15 minutes to write. And we've all sort of heard that one before, but here's the, here's the twist. When you write, you cannot stop. You cannot go backwards, right? You cannot change anything. Um, and you cannot finish a thought or a sentence, okay? So that means, <clears throat> you know, spelling doesn't count, grammar doesn't count, punctuation, none of that counts. Like throw it out the door. You just m- sort of move forward with your writing and use jump off points like opposite words or just, you know, stream of consciousness, whatever you want to do um, to keep this writing going. And when you do this, sooner or later, it will over, it will sort of like flood your conscious mind and your sort of editor in your brain and the subconscious will start pouring out. You'll get words, images, ideas that you didn't even essentially know you were thinking or feeling. And when you do this, it just opens up a, like a treasure trove of ideas and nuggets of gold, both gold and shadow, by the way, um, that you can then explore, you know, any way you want to, including, you know, and, and specifically uh, creatively. So... You know, I'll just do this verbally for you for a minute, but it's like, here, I'm talking on the radio, and I know things that slow down, open up, and grow into the, into the offside of uh, time travel, and it, right? So you kind of just, like, <laughs> just kind of like let the thing go. You know, it's like, a, it's like one of those rapper guys who's just like really on it, but uh, you can do it writing, so it slows it down a bit. And it's really, really powerful, and it will open up your creative flow and really the flow of your energy and heart in, um, in every way. It's, it's a very powerful practice. Um, yes, and I uh, have a, a couple thoughts regarding that. That was actually the process I used when I wrote the poem that I read earlier called Colors. And when I, um, I encourage people to... Uh, one of the things I can say is, I don't know what to write. This is stupid. You know, even those kinds of things are okay to fill in the space until you get comfortable just um, writing and allowing the thoughts, one thought to lead to another and for um, nonsense even or what feels like nonsense to come in. I, I love the way you described it and that the, um, the, uh, the wildness of the imagination and the more you do it, the more comfortable you can get and you will get in allowing your ideas to just flow and not censor them, not let the Absolutely. critic, the inner critic, the judge 
destroy what you're writing. Yeah. So one of the things that we love to do, and I'm not sure why this is true, but people take their art and their creativity and make it so serious and so almost like sacred, right? Like it's such a big deal. And in ways it is, but in ways it really isn't. So I had this experience back in college where I took a class um, of pottery, you know, right? So we started this thing, and the teacher says, okay, for this week's homework, get onto the, the wheel, right, and make your, make your pot. And okay, so we spend all week doing that. We come back the next week, and we're talking about the, about the process, about the pots, all this kind of stuff. He's like, okay, follow me down the hall. I'm like, okay, and bring your pot. Okay, <laughs> so we bring it down there. It's this concrete bunker. It's like this little room with concrete walls. He's like, put on these, um, put on these uh, glass, like these goggles. Goggles. Uh, okay. okay. He's like, okay, throw your pot against the wall and smash it. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but we did it. You know, we all smashed our pots that we worked so hard on, you know, for the past week. We go back to class and we're talking about this. And his point was, you know, if you're going to be a potter, if you're going to be a creative, if you're going to be whatever, there's a lot more that you're going to do. So each piece, although it's, although it can be powerful for you and for the world, it's also just like let it go, play with it. It's ephemeral. It's just like, you know, we're all here and gone, basically. So lighten up, relax, <laughs> make something cool, have fun with it. I, I love that and, and what, uh, how lucky you were to have a teacher who understood that and, and um, gave you that experience. And this is a, a good place for us to stop and go to break and then we'll come back more and um, talk about, I think, maybe continue this line of the playfulness and also how to... Uh, let go of the inner critic or put it aside or maybe even destroy it, but to um, maybe smash it against those concrete walls, but how we can allow ourselves to be freer in our creativity without that censorship that the inner critic um, destroys the, the best that we have to offer. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my email list. You'll receive the information on all of our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to begin to explore your creativity Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jeff Lasowitz, who's here to talk about the practical and spiritual aspects of creativity. Mm-hmm. 
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula at drpaulajoyce.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to begin to explore your creativity. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Gabriel can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Jeff Lasowitz, who's here to talk about the practical and spiritual aspects of creativity. Jeff, you have so much important information to share, um, and I'm so grateful that you're here talking about these important um, ideas with us and techniques. Um, and and so I, I, we all battle the inner critic, and as you and I were talking about over break, I think the seriousness of you know, of how seriously we take art and our creativity starts when we were graded in school and judged. Um, And so we all have this inner critic that wants to destroy our um, creative endeavors. How do I know you have some wonderful techniques for dealing with that. What, What do you suggest to people? 
Yeah, so the inner critic is definitely a big one of uh, the blocks that we all experience, not just in creativity, but really in everything. In my book, I like to nickname the inner critic the ick, or inner (laughs) critic, right? Um, And I, I also actually suggested during my workshops and stuff that people come up with a, an actual name for their inner critic. Because when you name something, you sort of have control over it. You, you know, you have a, a connection to it in a very specific way. So what is our inner critic? What's it there for? What's it doing? Well, although it does, you know, it's, it's like the super villain of the creative self. It will destroy you before you even begin if you allow it to. It will slow you down. It will get you off path. It will tell you you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not, you know, capable enough, talented enough, whatever, all those kinds of things. The real truth, I believe, of the inner critic is that it's actually there to help you. And I know it's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, how could it possibly be helping us? But it, the inner critic is, is there to help us by keeping us safe. Okay? We all want to be safe. That's a huge part of being human. In so many ways, we want to be safe. However, it's keeping us safe at this very deep level um, by stopping us, essentially, from moving forward. So we have to understand what the inner critic is, what it's doing, and help it to become an ally of ourselves rather than an enemy. And this is a sort of radical idea, I think. Um, but again, I, I go into this with the coaching and the workshops. When you name and understand and see the benefits of your inner critic, instead of trying to shut it down, banish it from your inner world, all those kind of things, what you really have to do is completely unintuitive. And that is to love your inner critic and appreciate it for what it is and how it has served you. And also remind it who's boss around here. When you do that, you know, on a, on a almost subconscious, you know, through meditations, through um, various, um, you know, sort of guided experiences, the inner critic will lose a substantial part of its power right? It will not be slowing you down. It will not be stopping you, calling you names, all those kinds of things. Instead, it will be on your team and you'll be able to draw power and forward positive momentum from it. And here's the thing. Here's where it gets into the ninja moves and into the Jedi um, aspect of all this. When you have this working relationship, this integration, this, this actual love and respect for your um, inner critic, it then helps you to excel, right? It pushes you to be better and to be better and to be better without destroying you, without stopping you, without crushing your heart and spirit. That is a little advanced, you know, so you want to watch out for that one. But the basic concept in, you know, in my world is you got to look at this thing, name it, understand really what it's trying to do, how it's trying to help you, and then love it for real, and everything will change. 
Um, yes, that is counterintuitive and so beautiful. Um, and and I, I think you what you were saying about it's you're taking control. It's the crit, inner critic is really a part of our mind and a part of our mind that we need, but we need to be in charge of our mind, not allow it to hurt us or to take us down paths that we don't want to go or prevent us from going down paths that we want to. So it, I, I love the way you express it. It's taking back our own power. Yeah, it's changing the enemy to an ally because it really, it's how you look at it, right? And if you look at it as an enemy, it's the enemy. Believe me, I've been there. And so is everybody else. But when you understand how to work with it, it changes, changes in a big way. Um, Yes, and you have a number of exercises in your book that help people to, um, and as you say in your workshops as well, that help people to um, to do to gain control and to uh, create the inner critic or the ick as an ally. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think that. Um, uh, you know that, uh, and you also talk about um, being pushed outside of your comfort comfort zone. Um, why is that important? Ah, the comfort zone. Everybody loves the comfort zone. I sure do. <laughs> you know what? What is the comfort zone? Is always a good idea to define the thing. You know, my definition, I guess, is. You know, the place where you feel safe and comfortable, obviously, where there's not a lot of resistance, you know, that kind of stuff. So it is easy for us in our lives to create and stay within our comfort zone because it really does feel good. I mean, that's, you know, a huge part of the human experience is like, let's be safe. Let's be comfortable. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, when you stay there too long or you don't step out of the comfort zone, it becomes a rut, it becomes boring, and essentially you, you stop growing and you kind of start going the other direction, right? Um, so why is it important to step out of the comfort zone? It's, it's simply a, a piece of the growth mindset. If you want to have a bigger, richer, more powerful, more interesting life, you always have to step out of the comfort zone. So... I wouldn't really recommend, you know, stepping out 10 miles out of the comfort zone, but you take a step or two, right, from where you are to what, you know, identify what you want and why you want it. That's a whole other piece. But you go over there, and then you take a step or two out of the comfort zone, and guess what? It's going to be uncomfortable. (laughs) People don't like uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable. But that's where the growth is. you got to stand there. In whatever this is, whether it's learning a new task or a new skill or um, you know doing something you've never done before, all that kind of stuff, and you just feel it, you deal with it, you learn, you grow, and you stay there. And guess what happens? This is where it gets cool. The comfort zone soon enough will it will expand to meet you. Like you, the, you don't go back to the comfort zone. The comfort zone comes to you, and now your life is bigger and cooler. Right? And then you take a breath in the comfort zone, and then you take another step. 
I'll tell you what, you do that every day or every week or every month or whatever your deal is, and your life will change exponentially. You will, you will, your creativity will expand, your social circles, your thoughts, your ideas, your spirituality, everything about you will expand when you are, if you are willing to step out of the comfort zone and be in that discomfort for whatever time it takes for the comfort zone to come to you. Jeff, thank you so very much. You have so much wisdom and so much knowledge, and your book is so full of techniques and information and wonderful drawings that make us smile and help us move out of that comfort zone in a safe way because we can sink ourselves if we dive in the deep end. So I love what you're saying about step-by-step. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I encourage everyone to purchase Jeff's book, Not Effing Around, The No BS Guide for Getting Your Creative Dreams Off the Ground, and also to visit him at jefflasowitz.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-E-I-S-A-W. ITZ, what's the um, ITZ? Okay, I'm sorry, I had it written down incorrectly on my um, on my thing, and I thought, no, it's not WTIZ. Anyway, WITZ. Thank you so much, Jeff, and I Thank wish you, you the very Great best. Thank you. Thanks. It was a delight. Um, And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, and read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, office and house clearings, um, and more. And and if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Gabriel, who's over creativity. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you express your creativity. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Gabriel, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me believe that I am creative and express myself with ease. You can even be more specific and say, something like I give you permission in a positive way only to help me write the book that I've been dreaming about writing. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Regina Meredith will talk about accidentally on on her on life evolving accidentally on purpose. On June 13th, when Mark Lesser will talk about seven practices of a mindful leader. And June 20th, when Dr. Daphne DeMarniff will discuss the rough patch, marriage, and the art of living together. 
This is D- Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.